Um, what up, YFTers? Your boy is in a Mexico. Bienvenidos a Mexico. This way I am. And I got to tell you, you're going to get a weird fucking show today. Because I was filming last night until like 4 o'clock in the morning. Well, like 3, but then once I'm done, I need like an hour to unwind and like come down from the fucking weirdness that is filming Bachelor in Paradise season number 9. So, yeah, I didn't really sleep at all. I mean, I no, I slept, I slept until like 10, and then I was woken up by Brandy being like, I thought we were recording a podcast, because I definitely did tell her that we were supposed to record a podcast this morning. But then I had a very late night because we did a bunch of stuff. Now I am almost unable to function. I've had three cups of coffee. Yeah, so anyways, we are uh, dick deep in Bachelor in Paradise season number nine. We've ripped through, I think, one rose ceremony thus far. But by the time you listen to this, we will have t- done two. So I'm not going to tell you who got dumped or e- who, or even who's here. All that you need to know is that I'm here and I'm just cutting it up, man. I'm just making new buddies. But I tell you what, dude, this is the first year I feel truly old. All right. Anyways, let's call, let's call the brand eye. Bing, bong, boom. Digga, 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 bing, ding, dong. I don't have the sound effects and, um, this is bad editing. Oh, there she is. Wow. Wow. How are you? I'm good. Are we recording? We are. Hmm. Are you having a mimosa? I, I fucking wish. I'm having some like defense up juice because my immune system is taking a hit with all this travel and all this partying I'm doing. Oh, man. You're just living it up, dude. L-I-V-I-N. Living high on the hog. Are you making money at least? I'm making some money, yeah. All right, well, that's all that really matters. You're right. Are you making money? I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I was telling the wife tears before I called you up. Like I, I worked until like four a.m. last night. Well, like three, I think I wrapped. And then, like, and then you probably the same thing. Like once you're done with your gig, you need like an hour to like wind down, decompress. Yeah, and like I need like a glass of tequila or like a glass of wine to be like fucking calm it down. Yeah. I don't even know why. It's not like I'm on stage acting. I'm just like giving people advice and making drink. You know, it's not like it's, I don't know. But I used to have the same problem when I was a Yeah, but there's, oh, that's weird. You didn't have that? You'd be like, you'd do have like a long shift or pull like a double and then you'd come home and you'd be like, dude, I just need a drink. I'm buzzing right now. No, I would go right to sleep. Yeah, that's because you were a hostess. You never really were in the weeds with us. I waited tables. Oh, you did? I thought you were just a hostess. I did once I was old enough. I started hostessing when I was 15, mm-hmm. was not old enough to wait tables. I think they make you wait until you're 16 or 17 to do that. I can't remember. Yeah. I want to say it was 17 at Jay Alexander's because of the whole like bringing alcohol to the table thing. Got it. Yeah, you had to get, you had to get your ABC card. Something. At least I did. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I've learned anything, this is the first year of Paradise where I truly am old. Like I feel it now. Well, I saw your cute little TikTok yeah. um, where you were talking about the words that they're using and all the flags and all the things. And these are things I learned about on TikTok. So maybe you just need to spend a little more time on TikTok. And if I'm being honest, like that was a bit like I, I kind of know what all those things are. But like, it's so funny. because I don't I, believe a word out of your mouth at any time. Never let the truth get in the way of a good story, Brandy. I've told you this a million times. There's a reason why this works for me. This is that I'm full of shit. The whole bit was... 
I don't really understand what the fuck these kids, these Gen Zers are saying. They've taken over. You know, it's all like low key, high key. What key's opening this door? I high key don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. It's all about flags, green flags, red flags, beige flags, and beige flags are just an idiosyncrasy of your character that's like not good, neither good nor bad. And that's just kind of who you are. I don't understand why we're even talking about beige flags. Like I understand like a red flag being like, well, he cheats on his wife. That's a red flag, you know? Mm-hmm. Green flag. Oh, he, mm-hmm. he donates to St. Jude's. Green flag. He likes coffee in the morning. My, my beige flag is I like coffee. Okay, fucking everyone likes coffee. What are we talking about here? <laughs> And then the other thing, everyone's talking about vibes. The vibes. Dude, the vibes are the vibes are good. I mean, vibes are important. Dude, the vibes, vibes are, are really important. But here's the thing. Vibes are important. And vibes are important when they're good. But when the vibes are off, okay, let's just say mm-hmm. it sucks. Let's just say, eh, today's not the day. But saying, like, hey, the vibes, the vibes are off. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one, and this is one that I don't even think I used in the in the bit, but it is my favorite one. Every fucking girl, guys don't do this. Every fucking girl does the, it's giving. That's giving. That dress is giving. What the fuck is it giving? What are you fucking talking about? (laughs) It's giving what? I'll tell you what it's giving. It's giving me a fucking headache. You sound like a crazy person. It started as it's giving something or it's giving something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's giving Disney princess or it's giving like... I don't know, s- s- slutty something. Like it's you, it started with it's giving and then a noun or an adjective and a noun. But now I feel like, you know, we shorten everything these days. Like everything just gets shortened more and more and more. And and now it's just it's giving. You don't even have to finish the sentence. Yeah. It's just giving. That's it. You know? Then I did hear someone say, I'm confusion. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm, I'm confused. You're confusion. But you can't use it that way, lady or guy. Saying I'm confusion is so fucking confusing. I'll tell you what, I high key don't understand the beige flag vibes right now because it's giving confusion. Boom, just use all of them in one sentence. And you know what? It made zero sense, which makes the most sense here. This is what I'm dealing with every single day. Every day I'm, I'm making drinks and I'm like, I don't know the fuck, I don't know what they fucking said, you know? It's like I'm, it's like I'm actually listening to a different language. These kids are crazy. No, we have a good cast. They're sweet kids. That's what's happening with, with my life right now. I'm underslept, underfed. I'm confusion. Mm. Yeah, I got a, you're confusion. I'm confusion. And I got a rose ceremony, and it means I got another late one coming at me. Oh. I know. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, how's the weather down there? Because I'll tell you what, I'm in Los Angeles, and it's shitty. Shitty, shitty, shitty. I know. Sarah's telling me about it. I'll tell you what, it's fucking beautiful here. Move to Puerto Vallarta or Sayulita or Punta Pita <sighs> immediately. We haven't had a bad day yet, which, knock on wood, that stays. But, like, Sarah was saying that it's real hazy and, like, overcast there, and then she's she's coming down here <clears throat> next week, and she's like, the day that I leave L.A. Mm-hmm. is the day it turns nice in L.A. Oh, well, we'll see because the forecast looks like it's decent. Like it says sun every day on the forecast, but there is no sun to be seen. I am here. It is freezing here. Really? My friend Val was wearing a cashmere turtleneck this morning. It's cold. Cashmere. Well, cashmere. Fuck that noise. But also cashmere is great. Give me a ding for cashmere. Yeah. But you know what? I don't have a bell. Here's the problem with cashmere. 
it's too Can't similar. Can't wash it. Yes, it's too similar to other fabrics that you, you just accidentally throw in the laundry and then it gets washed and it gets ruined. I know. Can, can we figure that out? Clothiers, you know? Can we make a cashmere that doesn't shrink? Is that a possibility? I don't think so. So what do you do? You just take it to the dry cleaner? Is that how, how it's done? Yeah. I have a specific hamper because I have a lot of cashmere. I have a specific hamper in my closet that is for dry cleaning only. Mm, so Because I hate like taking just one or two things. So I like wait until there's like 10 items in there and then I take it to the dry cleaners. That's smart. Sarah and I should do that. I like that. Yeah. That is a good I'm idea. I'm a genius. Yeah. All right. So why are you in LA? Because I was in Vegas yesterday, played at Encore Beach Club. If I had a bell, I would give a ding. Uh, because I fucking love the win. I love Encore Beach Club. Great venue. Great place to play. I have stayed all over Vegas in every hotel possible. And I got to say... The wind's fabulous. The beds are comfy. The water pressure is stellar. The hotel's not new, but it's still nice and comfortable and clean. The restaurants are amazing. I ate at this steakhouse called SW and had the best steak dinner of my life. Well, not my life, but in a long time. And I had these crab tater tots, jumbo crab tots. They're so good, like so good. Anyway, so the food's great. I love the win. Um, and, and there were there were some YFTers in the crowd, which that just makes me so happy. I, I told my best friend Keith, she was with me. I was like, nothing makes me happier than when people come up to me in the middle of my set and, they're say, and they say, I'm a YFTer. And I'm like, what? And then I turn it down and they're like, I'm a YFTer. And I'm like, oh, I love that so much. That's nice. That just makes me so happy. So how long are you in L.A. for? Oh, literally two days. Yeah. I'm shooting a couple of magazines because I'm bougie. And then on – I don't even know if I told you this, but on Thursday, I'm actually going back to Italy. Did I tell you this? No. Oh. So my mom's fiancé is filming a movie over there. Cool. And he's already there shooting, and he's, like, begging for my mom to come. And my mom is not a good traveler. She doesn't like to travel. She does. She's like kind of scared to fly, especially that long distance, which is fair. Flying over the ocean does freak me. Um, but she will not do it alone. And so she was like, the only way I'll go is if you come with me and fly with me. And I was like, mom, you can't miss out on like an epic trip in Italy with your man because you can't go alone. That's so silly. Because at first I didn't think I could go. And then she was like, yes, I can. I'm not going without you. I'm too scared. And then so I was like, whatever. She was like, I'll pay for your flight. I'll do whatever it it takes and i was like you'll pay for my business class flight and she was like i'll do whatever it takes and i was like sign me the fuck up i'll go right back to italy with on a business class ticket wow. so we're going on thursday um i know for like a little over a week and i'm excited because i was just there a month ago but it was so busy because it was like can and we had places to be and like i only really spent two days in rome we moved around every night so it was just really quick and crazy and this time i get to stay put for a whole week there's not really an itinerary you know we can just do whatever we want and i haven't gotten to travel with my mom in a long time so i'm really excited nice well that's awesome all right well should we start the show oh yeah i think it's me okay go oh okay Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. With no bells. With no bells, with very little Wi Fi. And I gotta be honest with you, and I don't want everyone to get upset, but like, listen, your boy's gotta work and he's working all day, and so that means he's not watching as much TV and finding as much stuff for you. So I think this is gonna be somewhat of a shorter episode, but um, mm. I've got some things. 
All right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl & Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl & Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I don't know if you got some things. Okay, great. I, I mean, I do have a couple things. Okay, well, I want to start with... Okay, great. How about... All the UFO stuff that's happening right now. An amazing amount of UFO stuff is oh, going on. Well, you, tell me because I must be living under a rock. I don't know about any of it. Okay, so there is now a whistleblower that was in the military who's come out and is like, yeah, we, there's plenty of extraterrestrial evidence, some exotic crafts. We have them. Other countries have them. We have crafts with beings from other places we totally have all this stuff the pentagon's having to like take it seriously because under the whistleblower act he has to be kept safe and everything and everyone's saying it's fucking legit it's insane and then the other thing is did you see the thing in vegas no but i was just there tell me there was it looked like a meteor that like came through and like crashed into vegas and like so there's a bunch of cops with like you know their body cams like seeing it and there's a bunch of video being like oh man there's like this crazy meteor there's a 911 call this kid's like, hey, something just crashed in our backyard, and there's these eight-foot-tall aliens there with black eyes. Here, I've got the audio of it. This is crazy. I swear to God, this is not a joke. They're like nine foot, ten foot tall. They look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone thought a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. It was like a big creature. Because I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too. So that's why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? If those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. I ain't dealing with that. Like how the cops like, hey, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us because I don't want to deal with that. Anyway, so that happens like straight up like this is what I think is happening. All right. And let me put on my tinfoil hat here. I think that the government's like, listen, at this point, we can't hide it anymore. Everyone's got a fucking 4K camera in their pocket every single day. Like, there's nothing that we can do about it, so we're going to start slowly letting this stuff out. Because I think if there was, like, a press conference tomorrow with the president being like, guess what? We got aliens. They live here. They're here all the time. All right? We have, like, a treaty with them that we made back in Area 51. People would fucking lose their mind. But if you slow play it Mm -hmm. and you sprinkle in some like Donald Trump indictments, sprinkle in a little bit of like Canada fires that are making Mm -hmm. New York fucking look like Armageddon, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, just sprinkle in some of this stuff. 
then people are like, yeah, whatever. I don't know. It's fucking aliens or whatever. And then so then they're, when they're finally like, yes, and like when someone gets like a very good video and it's just like goes on TikTok or whatever, the, the government's be like, yeah, we've been we've been letting you guys know what you're talking about, and then it won't be that big of a deal. So that's what I think is happening. I think we're living in a time right now that we're gonna get to experience the aliens. Well, that's exciting. Totally. I I've, I've always been excited about that. I feel like I don't know why aliens get such a bad rap. Like, what if they're cool as fuck? You know? I think they are cool as fuck. I think that obviously yeah. if they got these these ships that can fucking do crazy stuff they could definitely probably fuck us up a little bit you know probably but like we should just be cool and maybe they'll like not do that yeah and maybe they come down here and they're like you know what the, the vibes are off right now we gotta wait until like 2023 and then they're like okay the vibes are still off but you know what we're gonna do it and you know they're like listen humanity's beige flags is that um they're stupid but i think that we are uh, like gonna be hanging out with aliens pretty soon that's what i think well that sounds cool I think so too. But now I'm wondering if like they're not from different planets, but they're like just from here. Like they just like live in the ocean or something. And they're from like no. a, they're from like an old civilization. Could be. I don't think so. Could be. No. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I thought that was pretty interesting that that's happening. So like, get used to it, kids. Well, they're invited to all my DJ gigs. Sounds super fun to party with aliens. Think so? Yeah, they love Vegas. Well, they just crashed there. I know. Tell them to come on out. Maybe they were coming to your gig and they they got they missed the turn. Maybe that would say. Maybe they were. Maybe they were there. You don't even know. Maybe it. they were there. All right. So do you have some faith things, bro, or what's going on? Well, bro. Yeah. So I finally, and I'm so late on this, but I finally finished Outer Banks. The the, the season four, the most recent season. Yeah. Did you ever finish it or no? No. I know last we talked, you were, like, frustrated that they were, like, villainizing... Um, John B's dad. Big John, yeah, or whatever. Uh, Big John Rutledge. Uh, and so, like, I, I will say I agreed with you, and it was tough to get invested in this season. Like, it took me getting, like, four or five episodes in for it to kind of get good. But I loved the ending, mm -hmm. and they did leave it on a bit of a little... Not cliffhanger, but definitely like a tangent, you know, where they could come in and do something really cool in season five. So, I don't know. I think it was worth the watch, you know, even though the first few episodes were a little bit of a struggle. I will say, though, is it just me or did the acting get worse on that show? Something was off. The vibes were, were off, I think. Like, even, even Charles Esten, who I love, mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like you're just overacting it like a little much for me. Yeah. Maybe they had, like, less time to do it, you know? So, Possible. like, less takes they were able to do? I don't know. I don't know either. But, yeah, so I finished that. You know, it was fine. All right. That's cool. I finally, because the wife tears pressured me. Oh. I finally, begrudgingly, watched Shrinking. Oh, begrudgingly? Well, no, because they were like, you got to watch Shrinking. Why aren't you watching Shrinking? You need to talk about Shrinking. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Relax. Um, and what's the verdict? Phenomenal. Really? Yeah, it's so good. Like I am so annoyed with that the fact that it took a very long time to do it. It's and it's so my type of show too. It's like kind of in the vein of like Ted Lasso and of Loudermilk. It's a dramedy. It is dramatic, but it's like very funny and very very heartwarming. A grieving therapist starts to tell his clients exactly what he thinks, ignoring his training and ethics. He finds himself making huge changes to people's lives, including his own shrinking. I guess I didn't realize that Jason Siegel was a shrink. I think I thought he was a guy going to a shrink, and I think I thought that shrink was Harrison Ford's character, Paul. Okay. And I was wrong about that. 
he is a shrink. His coworker is also Harrison Ford. He's in a tough spot in his life, and he's listening to all these, you know, these idiots um, come in there. And I, it's funny because a therapist really isn't supposed to tell you what to do. A therapist is supposed to kind of like direct you into making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. And he gets frustrated, and he's like, "I'm just going to tell you what you need to do." You know, like the people, like you need to leave your husband. Like he is abusing you you know like this is ridiculous like you need to leave so it's really interesting but like then it's like really helping his life which is great man ding 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 shrinking so good i'm I'm new i'm I'm new into it like i'm in just like the first couple episodes but i love it and then his 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 relationship with his daughter is really beautiful and his next door neighbors are really really funny and harrison ford is great and then you know who's really good in it jessica williams who I i think she's on the daily show She's really funny. She plays a shrink as well. Heidi Gardner from SNL is on it. The cast is really good. So anyways, go check it out. Shrinking is fantastic. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you know what's finally back? I actually don't even know that you ever watched season one. But do you remember the show Cruel Summer? Yes. On Hulu? Yes. Did you watch it? No. I didn't think so. It's It was really good. Um, so it's been a long time since that, since that finished, but finally they've come out with a season two. I kind of wanted them to bring back, like I wanted them to continue the story with the same characters because I was so invested in those characters and I loved them and whatnot. But like at the same time, I do kind of see how that story was just kind of over after season one. So what they've done is just started over a whole new story with a whole new cast, right? For season two. Like you don't have to have seen, don't have to have watched um, season one to watch this at all. Like it's totally new, but it's um, shot the same. It's kind of set in the same time, like the '90s, and it's kind of, I guess, like the same idea of like obviously someone's murdered or missing or what. Like they pull a body out of the lake in episode one. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, this group of kids that they introduced to have something to do with it. And I'm sure the whole season will be, like, figuring out what happened. So um, same premise, different different characters, different cast. But um, it's got me hooked. I loved season one so much. So I hope that this one is just as good. But highly recommend if you're into that. In a small Texas town, popular teen Kate is abducted. Seemingly unrelated, a girl named Jeanette goes from being a sweet, awkward outsider to the most popular girl in town. But by 1995, she's become the most despised person in America. Cruel Summer on Hulu and Freeform in June. So that's the premise for season one. Those okay. are the characters in season one. So, But season two, like I said, it's very similar. Um, it kind of sets it up with like this girl... Um, I don't know what town it's set in, but it, uh, it looks like Oregon or like maybe somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. The thing I like about this show is they kind of show you things in three different timelines, right? It's like, and it'll, and it's ve- they're very clear about what timeline is what in the beginning so that you kind of get a gist of it. But it shows like current and the girl is like super emo, black hair, piercings, like, you know, dresses like super alternative and that's current day and then you see flashbacks of her where she's like super pretty like popular girl vibes preppy and things like that and then this other girl comes in it kind of seems like this other girl is almost like an exchange student i think she like lives in another country wanted to experience america and she comes in and she's um you know wearing like designer clothes and she's a cute girl all the boys love her and so like obviously these two girls become friends at some point and they have something to do with the body that's being pulled from the lake and you don't know what. So that's kind of the premise for season two. Got it. Juicy. 
juicy. Yeah. Love a good YA murder mystery, you know? Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? I realize that I've been a little hard on the Mormons. Okay. Here we go. I will. I'll own that, you know? Okay. But I mean, there are some fundamentalist Mormons that are doing some weird shit. But I started watching a documentary called Shiny Happy People, all about the Duggars. Sounds terrifying. Hold for plane. Hold for plane. Do you know who the Duggars are? Vaguely. They were on like TLC or Bravo Uh or whatever, you know, and it's just... It's this family of super religious weirdos that mm-hmm. there's like 19 of them, you know? Like they had like 19 right. kids. Uh-huh. This poor woman's fucking uterus <laughs> has been fucking dragged through hell and back. Can you imagine what this thing looks like? I don't want to. I mean, these ovaries have got to be like, hey, can we take a break? Like just for a second, like so I can just chill out. Oh, my God. Like 19 kids coming out of your vagina. Like one is a lot. And then also, hey, Duggar dad, calm down with the pounding. Yeah. Or just like wrap it up, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But the religious, they don't believe in condoms Uh, and stuff. Sounds like a ploy to have sex without a condom. If you ask me like, oh, don't believe in it. Sorry. Okay, buddy. Dude, here's the tag. Docu-series exploring the truth beneath the surface of reality TV's mega family, the Duggars. Shiny happy people, Duggar family secrets. So it's the same storyline as the crazy fundamentalist Mormon. You need to you need to have as many kids as possible so you can use you can, more people to fight the war against like liberalism and you know spread the word of God all under the veil of like. We're not teaching any of these kids really anything that has to do with, like, normal society. Of course, they're all homeschooled. The women are, like, taught to, like, stay at home and cook. And the guys are, like, taught to, like, fuck your wife until her ovaries fall out of her vagina. Like, it is insane. And they made this TV show for so many years. So I guess what I realized is that, like, there's really very... There's no difference between fundamentalist Mormons and, like, crazy Christians, you know? It's just... It's just all the same. It's all the same thing is what's happening. Shiny, happy people, the Duggars. Um, it's just terrifying, if, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> it's just, it's always the same thing. It's always like, then there's pedophilia. Like, it makes, it's like, super religious, super religious, super religious. And then there's pedophilia every single time. What's going on here? What is the correlation between super religious and now I like little boys? Like, I don't, Ew. I just don't understand. Why? I don't understand either. We need the aliens to come and fix this, okay? Yeah, if they could take all the fucked up people away, that would be super cool. Be super helpful, guys. Yeah. All the, like, way over-the-top religious people, let's get them out of here. I agree. Take them to some planet. Do you know what's... Yeah. Yeah. You know what's really funny, though, is that, like, that's what America was started with, you know? I know. It was like a bunch of people in England who were like, you guys are way too religious and fucking freaking us out. Just go over there. Go to this new place. Mm -hmm. And then we wonder why, you know, we got the fucking Mormon fundamentalists ripping each other's armpits with their penises and, you know, (laughs) doing soaking (laughs) exercises. And then you got this family on TLC where where the father won't stop having sex with the wife must be like, please stop. Can you just one time evacuate your balls? Not inside my vagina. Just one time. <laughs> Can't do it. 
No. <laughs> yeah. Can't do it. Also, financially, bro, dude, you can, that's too many kids. You can't afford that. No one I can agree. afford that. Big facts. Big facts. I know I came from a big family, you know. I I'm the youngest of five. But I'm the oldest of five. Yeah. That's I think that's the cutoff. Five is the cutoff. Definitely. Yeah. Three would have been just fine. Yeah. You know, I mean like I wouldn't have been around, so like I'm glad they were with the five, <laughs> but I was a mistake, which is pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Pretty great. But anyways, yeah, the Chinese happy people diver is pretty pretty great. I mean, just mm. actually terrifying. There is a documentary called Game Changer. It came out in like 2018, so I, I have a feeling we talked about it before. Hmm. What's crazy about it is the EPs on the show are Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jackie Chan. What? Yeah. What's um, it about? A UFC's fighter's world is turned upside down when he discovers an elite group of world-renowned athletes and scientists who prove that everything we'd been taught about protein was a lie. The Game Changers, fueled by the truth. On Netflix, it's this UFC fighter who's like, I've always been taught to be strong and um, to build lean muscle. You need to eat meat. You need to eat like red meat and, you know, like protein, protein, protein. And then he goes on this like long journey. And like it starts with like he realizes that like the the Roman gladiators, they started like looking at their bone density and they realized that their bone density was like much more, um, what's much stronger than like normal people from Rome and like what were the Roman gladiators doing differently than everyone else. And they realized that basically they were on like a, a nothing but a plant-based diet. Plant-based proteins are like much better for you and make you stronger and increase your endurance much more so than meat-based diets. What's interesting is is they're like, well, you're getting protein one way or another, but it's all coming from plants. So if you eat a cow or you eat a pig, that's you, eat, true. you eat a chicken, they eat plants. And that's mm -hmm. how they make their protein. And then you get their protein by eating their meat. Or you can just be, do you, you can cut out the middleman and just go eat the plants and then you get the same protein. So it's all these these like super athletes who are like all vegetarian or like on a on a mainly vegetarian diet and the benefits of it. And it's pretty interesting. I'm not saying that I'm gonna stop eating meat because your boy loves a steak and a cheeseburger. It makes you think. It does. And I think that, like, I should just eat more. I do eat a lot of vegetables. I eat a lot of, like, hummus and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. A lot of chips and salsa. Is that a vegetable? Yeah, hummus is chickpeas or garbanzo yeah, beans. Yeah, chi chi chickpeas is a veg? Yeah, it's a it's a bean. Uh, okay. What did, what did you think are, it was? Are beans vegetables? Well, they're a legume, and that's... Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's a fruit or... it's There's a lot of fiber in beans. Lord knows I know that. Uh-huh. Well, and it's not a it's not a piece of a animal. I know that. No, I know, but vegetables. I don't know if it's a vegetable. I mean, the fruits, vegetables. You know. Uh huh. Seeds. That's all. Yeah. It's all a vegetarian. It's a vegetarian uh, option. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, getting getting caught in the weeds of semantics here. I'm talking about not eating a chicken today. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Go check it out. Okay, fascinating. Yeah. I don't know. I think here's the thing. I, I'm no scientist. I'm not sure if you guys <laughs> realize that, but I'm no scientist. I think the thing that's bad for us humans is sugar. Mm -hmm. And I think complex carbohydrates like breads and cakes 
and that stuff. That's what I think. So, that is so basically all the good stuff. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the good stuff. Those are all my favorite things. I know. I fucking love bread. I had some bread I today. eat so much sugar. It's so terrible. It's not good for you, though. I know. Yeah. I know it's not good for you. I'm doing just fine, though. What Are you drinking like a Celsius? No, water. Oh, that's good. Liquid death. Oh, that's a very popular thing these days. It's really tasty. And yeah. I love the can. Drinking water from the Alps. You think you are, though? Or you think it's just like from the LA it River? It says the Alps. Yeah, no, I'm not sure if I believe that. Yeah, you're frozen, and the expression on your face is I know, I can see everything. it. I can see it's it. It's too good. I got to take a picture. It's pretty great. It looks like I'm about to sneeze. It's too good. They did just release the final season of Manifest on Netflix. Oh, did you I see that? I saw that, yeah. Did you see that there's like 20 episodes? No, there are. They went hard in the paint for this last season. Good. Yeah, it's like a double season. Yeah, that's what we need. So I got that downloaded for the flight. And then also I saw there's this new Paramount Plus show coming out called Special Ops with mm. Nicole Kidman. It's got a, like a stacked cat. Oh, it's, it's a Taylor Sheridan show. Mm. It's called Special Ops Lioness. And it's Nicole Kidman and Zoe Saldana. I can't freaking wait for that to come out. I think it comes out soon. I saw a promo for it yesterday. Cool. So last week I did this whole thing on the challenge and how like I was annoyed with Tori and everything. Mm-hmm. And then it became too real because we did that whole bit and then we made a video of it and put it on the internet and then she responded to the video and she saw what oh. I said about her and I feel Ooh. so bad. And she's obviously never going to listen to this because she's probably like, fuck these people and we're not going to make this one into a video. But I just want to go ahead and say I'm sorry, Tori, because I saw a lot of people were like, you don't understand the dynamics. She was the one who ended the relationship with Jordan and it's not Jordan's fault. That, I, listen, I don't know all the idiosyncrasies of this relationship. I'm just talking about the gameplay and I was just annoyed by it. But anyways, I do feel very bad because she, she commented on it, and now I feel like an asshole. And if I ever run into this person, I'm like, ooh. So I said I got to watch what I say, you know? Mm-hmm. People, you do. People fucking find out. They do. Which is scary. I know, isn't it? I don't love that. Anyways, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I feel like we're, let's just, it's just, it's okay. We're doing a short show. Like, I'm working yeah, a lot. I'm sorry, guys. It's just, it is what it is. Like, I've got, I've just got a lot going on. I got to go do a rose ceremony a little bit, so. When you say you have to go do a rose ceremony, what does that mean? Does that mean Jesse Palmer's not here? Does that mean oh, you're the no. one, like. No, 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 no. Jesse's here. Well, mm. then what are you doing at the rose ceremony? I bartend. The rose ceremony? Okay, so when I say rose ceremony, what I mean is like the cocktail party. I'll pull back the veil a little bit when it comes to paradise. When it's a day with a rose ceremony, nothing happens that day. Okay. Except you go and film like your intro package if there's a potential Mm -hmm. that you could be going home. Right? Got it. So they'll film those during the day, and then once the sun goes down, boys and girls walk across the beach, and we get that shot of them, like, walking across the beach and, like, taking off their shoes and putting their shoes on, you know, like, that whole thing. And mm-hmm. then they all go meet up in the Rose Palapa, and that's when they're all sitting down that little, like, bench, and then Jesse comes in, and he's like, you got to have the conversations that you got to have because time's running out, and some of you won't be here by tomorrow, and, you know, if you... If there are some things that you need to say, it's time to say them now. And it's always the same thing, right? And then the cocktail party starts. And that, so I'm always down at the bar. And then, you know, people are having the conversations that needed to have. And then there's fights that are had. And, you know, there are love triangles. Da, 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 and I have to do that. And those just go really late because we have to start late. 
if that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. And then once, you know, once Tink Tink happens, and Tink Tink is when Jesse comes in and goes, ding, 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 and is like, come on up. It's time to start the roast him. And then they all go back up there. And, and then once they do that, then I can leave. But that's usually around like 3 o'clock in the morning. Whoa. Yeah. So it's brutal, man. Oh, it's a tough life, I tell ya. No, it's really not that bad. And I actually really like this cast, if I'm being honest with you. Um, well, great. Yeah, they're just, they're just young. And I don't know if I've said this before, but last season was tough because no one would go into the boom boom room. I don't know if you remember that, but it was just like a... Yeah, I don't know why not. I'd be like, take me to the air conditioning. That's exactly what I say. I say, yeah, you don't have to fuck. You can just yeah. go and sleep next to somebody. Also, if you're thinking about getting engaged to somebody and you've never slept next to them, that's weird. That's weird. Uh, yeah, because I need to know right away if you snore, yeah. because if you do, that is a deal breaker. Yeah. This is why we'd have never worked out. Oof. I think it's weirder if you get engaged to somebody on this show and you've never... No, you don't have to have sex with them, but like, but, no. I, but I do think you should have sex with them. But, I do too. But, but spend the night together. Yeah. It's so weird. And so I have a theory on this now. Okay. So now that we have like kind of exited out of millennials being on this show, i.e. me and you, mm -hmm. and we've moved into Gen Z's doing this, mm -hmm. all these kids have lived the majority of their lives making their own reality show vis-a-vis -vis their social media true they're all the star of their own little social media show and so they're hyper aware of mm. how they're presenting themselves always okay yeah i could see that and so they have they've gone from a place where they can control the narrative of how they're being perceived to a place where like they can't so the only way that they can control how they're being perceived and the narrative of which their storyline is going is by saying i'm not going to do that thing even though that's crazy. Like, it's crazier that you wouldn't go go sleep with somebody the night, you know, just sleep next to somebody that you're dating before you get engaged. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, we're in a weird world. And I'm, I'm telling all these people, I'm like, you, you have to understand when people watch this back, they're going to be like, that was weird. You didn't want to get intimate with the person you were getting engaged to? That's mm -hmm. crazy. You're, this is crazy talk. Unless you're on the Duggars. <laughs> But here's the Yikes. thing. The Duggars would be going in that fantasy suite and be pounding it out. And there'd be 17 fucking Paradise Babies out here. Yep. Yeah, dude. Vibes are off, man. Vibes. Vibes are off. But I like these kids. They just got to, you know, got to help them out a little bit. Fascinating. Yeah. All right. So what do you got coming up? Rome, baby. Rome. When are you going to Rome? We just talked about this. I know. But like when exactly? Like tomorrow? Thurs Thursday. Thursday. All right. Yeah. Um, Thursday, and then I'll be there for like a week and a half, and then I fly straight from Italy to Michigan because I am playing at Electric Forest Festival, which I'm really fucking excited about. Nice. That'll be fun. Yeah. It's like an EDM festival in, liter in the literal forest, like in the middle of nowhere, Michigan. It's going to be so cool. That's awesome. I'm filming this, and then when I go home, I'm home for like five days, and I'm going to Portugal. So. What? Yeah. What for? My mom's 75th birthday. She's flying all of us out there to see our roots, to see where we came that from. That is incredible. I know. I've never been to Portugal, so I'm very excited about that. Me either. I'm jelly. Well, you're going to Rome. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Portugal is like high on my list. Like yeah. Portugal and all those like Spanish islands over there. I just really... 
want yeah. to see all that. I so. loved I love Spain, and everyone I've Me talked too. to recently has been like, if you like Spain, you're going to love Portugal. The people there are much nicer yeah. than they are in Spain. The food is kind of similar, but really, really mm-hmm. good. And then obviously we're going to be like down in the Algarves, which is like down like on the water, which is really cool. I'm going to check out Lisbon. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. That is so exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, well if I talk to you, I'll be in Italy. Yeah, just come, just hop on over. Come hang out. Oh, yeah, I wish. Yeah. All right, YFTers, we're sorry this is kind of a slapstick episode, but, you know, I'm in Mexico. Brandy's over there in Studio City with no power. Uh, so Literally that, no power. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. So anyways, the fuck? The fact that we even were able to pump one out is, I think, a testament to our professionalism. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of The Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.